Welcome to the Tigers Avenue. Lots to talk about tonight. Light a lot of good stuff. What's up, Tyler Townsend? T- Tyler Tyler Townsend. That's how I know. Right. <laughs> at first, at first thought, I thought I mis- mispronounced. I was been coming on here for like <coughs> forever. So faithful listener, appreciate you always. We should, we What's should, up? You know how to pronounce his name? Yes, yes. What's up with me is it's midterm time, Zach. It's midterm time. What a joy! And, and it, it's it's kicking my tail. Just being honest with you, to uh, all of you folks out there, um, this this is not patting myself on the back or or, or ourselves on the back, Zach. But um, to any of you who attend church, um, show a little appreciation to your clergy, to your ministers, <laughs> because. A, a biblical degree is 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 not a fun degree sometimes. I mean, trying to do the Lord's work, it, it's a task sometimes. It, it's a task. And we're like, okay, Lord, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> it's okay, though. We'll, we'll trust in him and we'll move forward. We, we will persevere in faith. So appreciate your, your clergy and your ministers. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I guess that's the, I think that's the proper term for it. I, I don't know. Clergy. Clergy. I don't know. Anyways, um, spent the day in the library today. That's that's what's up. But I'm way more excited to be here talking about LSU sports rather than spending my time in the library all day long. Zach, um, <coughs> real quick before we get into it, we'll we'll talk about a few things we're really excited about tonight. We got. Nate Ackenhausen or Ackenhausen? I'm, I'm, I, that's one of my questions, Zach. That's one of the probably the first. How one. do you pronounce it correctly? How do you pronounce it correctly? So, so all LSU Tiger fans can pronounce it from now on because I think we're gonna be calling his name a lot this year, uh, based on. But really, we don't have to worry about the last name because his new name is Nasty Nate. Nasty Nate. Nate Nasty, whatever you want to call him. Nate stuff. Nails, Nate Nasty, whatever you want to call it. I mean, he he was fantastic, and we'll we'll get into that. Um, uh, but Zach, last night, uh, uh, LSU men's basketball. I'm not going to say anything negative about him. It was senior night, and KJ Williams and and Parker Edwards were were honored for their senior night. I, I really liked that Matt McMahon gave Parker Edwards the start. I thought it was really cool. And Zach, I don't know if you watched it or not. I I did. I watched it. I watched a little bit. But <laughs> Parker Edwards opens the game with like two threes, like back to back. I mean, he he wet them shots. He wet them shots. Okay. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is 
This is southeastern Louisiana. Parker Edwards coming out right now. Uh, I mean, do you do you remember that, Zach? I mean, every LSU fan should know that story about Parker Edwards when he was straight balling on us, and that's why yes, dude comes off the. Okay, listen, listen to this. Comes off the bench at southeastern Louisiana. And he comes in when when Southeastern Louisiana was, I think, was losing to us like by like 30, 40 points. May, it may have been more than that. And Homie comes in and drops nine threes. <laughs> nine. Like, are you kidding me? All, all, like in fuego. Like, in fuego. do not miss. And uh, I, I caught a little glimpse of that last night after his first two threes. Yeah, uh, I was like, man, shoot, keep him out there. Oh. I mean, golly, no. Uh, and KJ Williams had a great night as well, so I was happy for them. Both of them had great nights uh, for their senior nights. So cap off to them. Uh, we wish you all well uh, in your future endeavors. Um, you know, maybe they can make a little run here in the SEC tournament. Cap off the season. Never know. You know, cap off the season well. Um, you got one more game at Flo- or not at Florida? Is it at Florida? Yeah, yeah at Florida. Florida. Um, and and then you go to the SEC tournament. Finish strong. Uh, we will cheer you on and applaud you on all the way, men's basketball. Um, we'll see what happens in the off season. Make some corrections for sure. Uh, and some I I fully expect there to be some roster turnover probably. Um, at least some. At least at least some. Uh. So, Zach, let's get into it. Tuesday night, LSU, Texas Longhorns. Obviously, this past weekend was the Round Rock Classic. LSU just stuck around, man. I mean, they were already in Texas uh, on Monday. They just hopped over uh, to Austin, which I I think the Round Rock Classic is not far from where they were at, uh, far from Austin. And so – they went over there. They practiced their ball game Tuesday night. And, and, Zach, I mean, it was packed at, at, at Austin. I don't, I don't know what their field yeah. is called. but It, it was it, like over 9,000, right? I mean, it was standing room only. I mean, it was elbow to elbow. Um, and, and there was like, you know, there's like a, a platform above all the seats, and there was hordes of people standing up there. I mean, really, a, a a fantastic atmosphere. And, Zach, it really gave you, like, um, postseason vibes there in Austin, very much so. Um, and, and it turned out to be a, a barn burner. I, I mean, it was a fantastic game. I, I loved it so much. There was so many high moments. There were moments when you were like, oh, my gosh, can we not just break through? Can we not just this? And then we would turn around and our defense would do the same thing. Our pitchers would shut the door and it was back and forth. And it was it was a battle, Zach. I mean, it was a battle. And games like this, games like this are going to be so beneficial, so beneficial for you uh, later in the season to, to go to Austin. I don't, I don't care. Look, I, I don't care what uh, Texas uh, – record was I think they're three and four when we played them they're now three and five after we beat them but Texas has talent and and David Pierce 
has always, always, always recruited very well, specifically at the pitcher position, and and you saw that on Tuesday night. Um, they're they're always a talented team, regardless of their record. So to go in there, get a W, and in, in an environment like that, in a battle like that, is really great for you early in the season to be tested like that, to be tried like that, and you break through. Your your veteran guys, they they rise to the moment, and you had some newcomers. Uh, I mean, some newcomers really impress you Tuesday night. I mean, really impress you Tuesday night, and, and so that I'm I'm thrilled with what happened Tuesday night. I mean, it was fantastic, Zach, and it was a incredible game. I mean, what were your thoughts? And then we'll kind of we can get into the details of the game. First off, like good grief, can we never uh, have a game on ESPN Plus or Long Yeah, Sports, that's ridiculous. like ever again? Uh, that was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, had it's to have X, because we have Xfinity. We were not able to watch the game because for some reason, even if you have an ESPN Plus subscription, it doesn't matter because yeah, you still can't watch it with the Xfinity. So that was awful. Um, shout out to Cajun Mike's or uh, Cajunomics, Cajunomics, whatever his name is, um, for being a little sneaky. Uh, hopefully, blessed up, yeah, blessed up, Cajun. Man. Uh, being a little sneaky, and um, we, we just watched a Call of Duty stream. We're just we were just watching a Call of Duty stream, right? Um, Chilling with the boys, I think is what it said. Economics was a <laughs> streaming Call of Duty. Oh man! Uh, and we were able to watch the game. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. Tom Townsend said, "Need Cajunomics back." <laughs> yeah. We need uh, Cajunomics on the show. <laughs> yeah, like bro, bro. Thank you so much for allowing us to watch that amazing game. Um. But no. Uh. Finally able to watch the game. Uh. Luckily, I had gone out to eat with some friends. Got back home in time. Uh, been kind of keeping up with it a little bit, uh, and the, I, so I kind of missed like the first couple of innings. But look, <coughs> as you know, and as you mentioned, man, major struggle. Uh, it was a complete pitcher's duel, and you got to give a, a tip of the cap to LeBaron Simmons, uh, LeBaron Johnson, uh, for the game he played. I mean, his stuff was absolutely filthy. phenomenal. I phenomenal. mean, the pitching in this game was just. Amazing. Now, for LSU, you've got to first start with Thatcher Hurd. You know, the job that that he did uh, and bouncing back from what was a really rough start uh, against Southern to come yeah. out and really honestly work around uh, some, some trouble. And, you know, a lot of that he has to give credit to his middle infield. And what was one of the biggest problems last year that we had? We had problems – with fielding, and you haven't really seen that this year. I mean, you've seen a couple of it's errors solid. that they it's made, so but really overall, very, very solid defensively. you got to give a tip of the cap to Jordan Thompson and to Gavin Dugas, who both made phenomenal plays um, to really save Thatcher Hurd and back him up. But Thatcher Hurd also was really good. Um, at putting guys away when he was in jams. I mean, I think I was it the second or the third. We had two up, two up, two down. Uh, guy gets a gets a double, then he gets advances to third. Yeah, on yeah. Uh, on a wild pitch, Thatcher Hurd's down three zero, and he works himself back into the count and ends up striking out 
uh, the batter to get out of that jam. So really, really great job by Thatcher Hurt. I'm really interested to see how it's going to work out with 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 him and and them, you know, working him back into the weekend rotation potentially. We're going to see, you know, what happens there. Uh, and obviously, we'll talk to him here at 7:30. But the job that Nate Ackenhausen did was nasty. Nate, we're just going to call him nasty Nate. Bro. The, the job that nasty Nate did, bro, dude. Like, I'm gonna we're gonna have to tell him, but like, dude became a household name for LSU fans. Like last on Tuesday night, uh, you know, and honestly, Reagan, like they they bring him in, and I'm thinking, okay, they're gonna have him face the lefty here. They might keep him in for an inning, and then they're gonna go to Christian Little. But the dude dominated. You had to leave him out there because everything was working for him. He was absolutely phenomenal at locating his pitches. Um, just an amazing, outstanding job by Nate um, to really hold it down until you know we, we needed to bring in Christian to close it out. So just phenomenal. And, I mean, you got to also just love, love, love that Gavin Dugas, a guy who's dealt with oh. injury, a guy that has stuck with the program. I I am just in love with the fact at what he has done this season. And let's be honest, it's a he, great story. Does great it does story. it happen without the Tommy White injury? Maybe not. We don't know. Now he was going to get playing time, obviously. He was going to get playing yeah. time, obviously. But because of the injury to Tommy White, you had to insert him into the lineup immediately in the first game. And dude has not looked back. You're glad since. you did. <laughs> yeah. He has not looked back since. Um, and, you know, when you get into some of these games that LSU is going to be in when we get into the SEC, you know, you're going to you're going to need some veteran guys, some some leadership uh, on this team to pull no through. Doubt. You know, when you have a night like you did on Tuesday night and the bats are quiet because the bats were quiet. It was a struggle. It was a struggle to to get hits. It was a struggle to uh, whenever you did have guys in scoring position. It was a struggle to bring them around uh, to have clutch hitting, hitting. It was just really, 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 really frustrating for LSU fans. But when you needed somebody to step up, a guy that's been with the program for a long time stepped up. Right? You have uh, Brady Brady Neal, which by the way, again, Brady Neal continue, continues to impress me with his uh plate approaches at, with how young he is you know you go to the ninth and you're like oh lord if we if we don't get something here you know then you're looking at a potential walk-off in the bottom of the night for texas and brady neal has a phenomenal plate approach and draws a walk then the veteran jordan thompson comes up gets a walk and unfortunately napole trying to lay down the bunt it doesn't work out a newcomer struggling to find his way right now, but we, you know, we know he eventually will. Um, struggling to find his way, can't get the bunt down, strikes out, and you're going, oh goodness, here we go again. Like, are we are we going to do this again? Where we we where we've gotten opportunities, but right. haven't been able to capitalize on them. And lo and behold, here comes Gavin Dugas, <laughs> and as soon as he hit it, I was like losing it, losing it. Mom texted me. Um, she was like in the back somewhere or whatever. Um, and she was like, well, LSU must've won or something like that. Cause she had texted me and she's like, how's the game going? I was like, zero to zero. Like nothing's going on. <laughs> yeah. She, 
she and she was like, oh wow, that's crazy. And then I lost my mind whenever <laughs> Gavin Dugas hit the home run, and she's like, they must have hit a home run. They and I was like, yes, they did. Um, Absolutely. And so, anyways, and then of course, hey, we we talked about it, Reagan. We talked about it on uh, Monday. Would there be a situation where we would have to see a closer? We did. And, and we did. And I like it. We haven't had the opportunity. LSU hasn't been in a situation where they had to bring a guy in to, like, actually close a game. Sure, sure. And we mentioned guys like Chase Shores, Ty Floyd, or Christian Little. And I made note that I would love to see Christian Little either, A, in a starting position uh, in the weekend rotation, or B, as the closer. Yeah. And they brought him in as the closer, and he was nails. I think it was nine pitchers, nine pitchers, nine pitches, and he got the job done. Three up, three down. Yeah. Three up, three down. That's exactly what you need from a closer. No sweat, no issues. I'm reminded of like last year and the year before when you bring in Devin Fontenot, and it seemed like all the time, you know, and I'm not trying to knock Devin, but because he, he still he would get the job done, but he would come in as the closer and he would struggle. He would walk His guys. His command would and struggle. He, and yeah, he, he, he would struggle with the command. You were sweating it and he would eventually get the job done. Um, <laughs> But Christian Little comes in, three up, three down, no sweat at all. I, I tweeted it, like, right before we went, you know, right after the home run. I was like, now just get to the bottom of the ninth and please don't make us sweat it, you know. Because <laughs> um, the way that was that game was going, man, you were just sweating everything, you know, when you got guys on base, when they got guys on base. Just overall, a really, really awesome game for LSU fans to watch and really for college baseball. Like, what kind of college baseball game like that is happening on a Tuesday night? There isn't many. Not um, many. You know, you Not had Ole Miss. Many. You had an Ole Miss and Louisiana Tech. That was a really interesting game. Uh, that one obviously ended up uh, being canceled or post. Well, it didn't well, the second it, game, the, the second, second game did. The second game, and Ole Miss, like, Ole Miss screwed them. Yeah, Ole Miss kind of screwed them. Um, they did. They were like straight up, they was in the fifth or sixth, and they were up one, and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna call it." Anyways, phenomenal, phenomenal game for college baseball. I hate that it wasn't more uh, on a more um, public platform, you know, having to have ESPN plus and and go and stream it on um, Longhorn network or go find some bootleg YouTube site. Like we did um, (laughs) watch the game, you know, games like that, man, they need to be out there. They need to be, they need to be in a a more public platform. And so anyways, either way, uh, phenomenal job by the Tigers to get that win. It was, I think, it was a must-needed win for the Tigers. Oh, absolutely! It definitely was. Um, I can't, Zach. I, I can't say enough. And I know you briefly mentioned it about Jordan Thompson. For real, Jordan Thompson has been absolutely solid. And I will say this: what people overlook last year is Jordan really struggled early. Early mid-season is when he really had his struggles, and he finished the season very well at the plate and defensively. And his growth over this offseason is showing because Jordan Thompson had hits on, on Tuesday night. They just get overlooked because Trey, like one of them was when Trey Morgan got thrown out at the plate. Yeah. One of them was when – which I, I – it was it was a close call sending him, 
I like sending him, though. I like being aggressive. And he was at the plate as soon as the ball got there. So if the ball was just a little bit up the line or a little bit off, Trey would have been safe. But it was a dot of a throw to the catcher right on the money, and all he had to do was field it, turn, tag. But if, if the throw was slightly off, slightly off, then he would have he would have got in. So I like the send, but it was close for sure. It was aggressive. But Jordan Thompson got that hit, and you know moments like that are overlooked. You know you That's you saw the hit. It just didn't. It, we were just weren't correct. Execute. We didn't execute. That's right. <laughs> he got a hit. You know when you needed a hit, it just didn't turn out the way he wanted to because the catcher, uh, uh, the middle. Good grief. The center fielder, I mean, made a really great play. I mean, took it off a really awkward short hop. Yep. I mean, he was charging in, and he threw a dot. I mean, you, you just got to tip your cap. It was good. Um, and also his defense. I mean, the, the play in the first inning where he stabbed the liner, turned, threw to Dugas for the double play, phenomenal. I mean, absolutely phenomenal. I thought the very last out – was going to be a single up the middle in the bottom of the ninth. And he um, <coughs> he played it to his left, got over to the middle of the infield, fielded it, threw a dart over to Trey Morgan to seal the deal. I, I mean, it, or maybe was it Bear Jones? No, no, Trey was at, at first at that point. Yeah. Um, so awesome job by Jordan Thompson. I think he's being overlooked a little bit in this lineup. Um, because he's done, he's played very well. He really has, and he's batting in the three hundreds. So it's not like he he's, uh, you know, slacking on the offensive side. But his defense has been great. Offense has been solid. Very pleased with him. Extremely pleased. the The middle infield, second base, and shortstop has only committed one error the whole season, and it was Gavin Guidry. So it wasn't any of your starters. Uh, I think we've committed three errors the whole season. Uh, one of them was Riley Cooper, so it was yeah. your pitcher. One of them was Trey Morgan uh, last That's night when he should have let the – or Tuesday night when he should have let the ball roll foul because it was going foul. Um, or, just, or just pocketed it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He sh- Either pocket or, or, or let it roll foul. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, pocket it. Yeah. And then the other one was Gavin Guidry. So you've only committed three errors the whole season, and, and the only one that happened – by your middle infield was at second base by Gavin Guidry. And, and so, and, and that's no knock on him. It really wasn't that terrible of an error, honestly. So your defense is massively improved, massively. I mean, you're second, I think, in the SEC right now in fielding, which it's very <coughs> it's very early. So we'll see how, how that goes as it continues to, impre- uh, to, as we progress through the season. But it's been very impressive so far. Um, very excited uh, about uh, what Jordan Thompson has done. And I got to say, Zach, I got to say, Trey Morgan, his first time in the outfield, we didn't like it. I mean, he immediately hurt himself. Yeah. And we're like, this ain't it. But, <laughs> guys, Trey played great out in left last night. He did. I mean, he had two liners that went shot out to him. He handled them very well. Uh, called another, uh, some other uh, balls as well. I mean, played played great out there in, in left field. I, I obviously don't think that he will stay there. Uh, once Tommy White gets gets uh, settled in, I think Bear Jones obviously slides back into the DH, and he'll he'll go back to first base. And but 
I was very pleased with Trey Morgan as well out in left field. Looked really good. He looked comfortable uh, out there uh, compared to his first look, right? So, Zach, um, let's talk about it real quick. And, and this will be our kind of last well, our last thing here about the game um, is the strikeouts. The strikeouts. It, you, you struck out 16 times. Yeah, it was bad. You have you have twenty seven outs. You can't strike out sixteen times. Now I don't like calling names. I really don't. But the culprits of strikeouts have have been kind of consistent. They've been consistent, and one of them was he had that problem last year too. One of them's Joe Bear, and one of them is Bear Jones. Um, oh man, I, there was one other. I'm drawing a blank. Anyways, it, it, it don't matter. But ba- uh, you know, Joe Bear struck out. If you look uh, like from a ratio perspective, last year one out of every three at bats he struck out. That's not good. It's not good. He had 18 home runs, but he struck out a lot. He struck out, I believe, three or four times. But I think it was three times. Tuesday night, and I think Jared Jones struck out two or three times. So, which I think everybody in the whole lineup struck out at least once, if I remember correctly. But you, you, you're the plate approaches have been well, Zach. They, it's not that your plate approach has not been bad; they're just not executing and finishing the at bats very well. I mean, you. LeBaron Johnson had a fantastic night, but you were able to get him out through five innings because he had 92 pitches in the fifth inning, right? Yeah. So your your plate approaches were disciplined because he pitched 92 pitches in five innings. Yeah, they they were they were running them up for sure. But you have got to do a better job of executing. You you absolutely do. Um, so far, 16 out of 27 outs is not okay, not okay. But we will see how that improves. You have nine more games, nine more games until um, SEC play starts to improve that, and I think it will. I think it will continue to get better. Uh, so that that's my kind of last thought on the game. I don't mean to end on a negative thought, but, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll turn that around. Gavin Dugas will end it on a positive note. I mean, has no doubt, Zach, without a question – is your starting second baseman for the rest for the foreseeable future? Yes, he is your second baseman. I mean, what an incredibly clutch hit! I mean, clutch as it gets. Top of the ninth, two guys on. You've been struggling to execute all night long. You just struck out. You got one out, and it looks like it's about to be the same thing again. And he cranks one out. I, I mean, just absolutely. Uh, a thriller in Austin. And, Zach, I don't know if you saw uh, Jacques Doucette's uh, uh, video of the post-game huddle, but, man, it was really awesome to see Jay Johnson get really excited and hype with the guys. I mean, you just got to love that stuff. You you really love that stuff. So um, I'm really excited about this team, and I think this game is going to do a lot for, for this team moving forward, and I think it's going to benefit us that we went to Austin in Austin on a Tuesday night when we could have packed up and went home 
and played Grambling, or we could have played Northwestern State, right? Instead, Jay Johnson scheduled, hey, we're already here in Texas. Let's do this. Really great uh, scheduling decision and a really great game. I mean, it was fantastic, Zach. So, all right, Zach, I think we need to maybe hit a few comments before we take a break. And then when we come back from this break, we'll we'll, we'll get to the Nate. I can we'll, we'll get to Nate Nasty Nate's interview. But let's get to, <laughs> let's cover a few comments. All right. So Peyton, uh, he said, "I'm just saying, Malazzo can blunt, dude. You gotta give oh, Peyton bro. credit. Peyton. He's faithful. He's faithful, and he's consistent. He's consistent." We'll, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll give you that. We'll, we'll, we'll give you that. We'll you got to give him that. You got to give him that. Uh, he's been really consistent. Uh, and look, Malazzo, uh, I love I love that, you know, whenever you need the def- the defensive lineup out there, like you put them in Malazzo's there. Out like there. When, against Texas, you know, on Tuesday night, whenever you need to make sure there's no mistakes at all, when, whenever you got to close it out, you're like, all right, we're going to put our best defenders out there. Uh, and and they and of course Malazzo comes in and, and he solidifies that. Does a great job. Yeah. Uh, Justin Broussard said enjoyed uh, tuning in and catching it on the radio Tuesday night. Uh, yeah, Justin. Uh, as most of us have said, you know, like it was really difficult to try and figure out how to tune in, uh, which sucks because like it's LSU Texas. Like, why is that on Longhorn? <laughs> like, this is a matchup between two perennial powerhouses. In blue bloods uh, of college baseball, blue bloods in college baseball. Uh, like we, why we shouldn't be having to stream off some bootleg YouTube to watch it. Like, this is prime time college baseball. Uh, but glad he got to uh, listen in. Uh, all right, guys, let's take a quick break. Uh, and then when we come back, we will talk things with Nate. Five star hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all of his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. All right. What's up, Nate? How you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, we hey. got you, man. Perfect. We sound sound great. Sound great. How's it going, Nate? Good. How about y'all? Man, we're doing all right. Is it is it midterm time in Baton Rouge? It's getting close. Yeah, yeah. I've I've taken a few midterms this week, and I have a few more the next few weeks, and. Oh, you gotta love midterms. Gotta love them. It's no fun. My class schedule is more of like uh, papers, so mm. uh, in the fall it was more of tests, but this this semester is more papers, so mm. a little bit better. I, I was just telling Zach before. Well, I, I mentioned it when we when we opened the show. I I spent the day in the library today. I wrote about eight pages on on a fifteen pager I got due next Wednesday. So <laughs> there you go. I feel your pain. I feel your pain. But we're not here to talk about that. We're not I'm here to talk. College, about I ain't got to worry about it. So y'all, y'all enjoy it. Y'all need all time. All right, Nate. Well, obviously, we're not here to talk about papers and exams and and uh, uh, school stuff. We're we're here to pe- talk about uh, the job you did Tuesday night. I, I mean, Nate. I, I mean, you came in and I mean, you shut it down. I, dude, I, I you pitched like thirty nine pitches and 
And I'm pretty sure 31 of them were strikes. I, I mean, I, I haven't seen a, a, a pitcher come out and fill the zone up like that in quite a while. I, I mean, were you just feeling it that night? I, I mean, wh- wh- did you take a little special sauce before you came in the game? Um, well, uh, not really. Um, so, you know, growing up in Oklahoma, uh, I've never been a Texas fan. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> when I was warming up, you know, there are student sections right there next to the bullpen. I heard some chirping going. And so whenever I got my name called and I started to make the way down, the, the student section got loud. And, you know, mm. I couldn't really hear anything they were saying. It was just a lot of noise. And, it, you know, running in there, I started to smile. And I was like, yeah, it's time. Yeah, it's time. Right there, I love so. that. It's time. Yes. I mean, you love the tenacity. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I have no Oklahoma tie at what's Well, I guess we do. Grand, granddad and them were from Oklahoma. So we, yeah. we do have some family in Oklahoma. Family from Oklahoma. Um, but I, I have never been a fan of Longhorns. I, any day the Longhorns lose, it, it's a good day. A good day yeah. uh, it, it really is. Um, it, and, and it seems like lately they do a lot of losing. But anyways, <laughs> that's beside the point. So obviously, you said you, you grew up in Oklahoma, um, and, and the last two seasons, am I correct in yeah. that? It says, you were at- it says I'm a sophomore here, but I'm really a junior. I think okay. it was something to do with uh, classes not transferring over. So gotcha. I think I'm a sophomore. Well, I switched my major now, so I think I'm all junior. But yeah, I'm a junior on the field. Gotcha, junior on the field, right? Okay. So you you played at Eastern Oklahoma State Community College. Uh, I mean, you really had two. Uh, uh, fantastic years, especially last year. Uh, I mean, you had 89 strikeouts, 1.84 ERA, if I'm re- remembering correctly, 8-1 and one record. I mean, how was your time in, in Eastern Oklahoma State before you made it to LSU? Um, it was phenomenal. Um, to give a background on it, it's a small, small town. Um, okay. I, I wouldn't even say there's a 1,000 people that live in it. Uh the closest uh, Walmart was 45 minutes. So, you know, you're locked in to this. I lived in a dorm with 40 dudes. So, wow. wow. Yeah, we had three uh, toilets and three showers. So, you know, that was. That was oh, yeah. my goodness. So I was, sometimes I was showering at one in the morning. But, uh, yeah, I, the good part about it was, you know, you're close to all your teammates. So, I mean, there was yeah. to it. But, uh, yeah, it was an old, rusty building. And, uh, yeah, so my first year I get down there um, at my. I went to a pretty big high school. We graduated 750 kids, something like that. Wow. Um, my buddy, he was uh, one year older than me. Um, he went to Eastern Oklahoma. And so I was getting talks. I was talking to a couple uh, D1 schools, JUCO, and my buddy really talked me into it, said it was a phenomenal place and um, hyped it up a lot. So I ended up committing there. And my first year there, we got three starters. Uh, that are going uh, throwing 100 miles per hour. So we had one wow. guy get drafted by the Phillies. Another guy went to Mississippi State who was left-handed throwing 95, 100. And then my buddy who was like 95, 98, he get up to 100. Um, he's with the Royals now. So they're all three. He's with the Royals, the, my buddy, David, and then the other two are with the Phillies right now. So I was a bullpen bullpen guy. And, uh, you know, I'm at the time I really wanted to start, but it helped me a lot. Uh learning how to pitch out the stretch, you know, in high school, I was always able to wind up. Nobody really got on. So, um, yeah, it was kind of a good learning, learning curve. And then my second year I got the starting role and, you know, just dominated that way too. So. 
That's cool. awesome. So, so obviously you came from a, a, a big high school. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that Tuesday night was probably the biggest crowd that you have pitched in. Is, am I correct in that assumption? Oh, yeah, 100%. And the way their stadium's built, it feels like they're over top of you. But it's yeah. cool. I like that. I like I like hearing everything. So, so what is your mentality when you come into a game? Um, you know, and obviously you've made that transition from high school to community college, and now you're at LSU, and you have Tuesday night when you got to go in. What is your mentality? And obviously, you know, you said the student section was kind of rounding you up a little bit, getting you pumped up. What's your mentality? You know, when you go to the bullpen, you start warming up, and you're like, "Hey, I'm about to. I know I'm about to go in this game." What's your mentality as you come up to the mound? Dominate. Just Dominate. Fill it up. <laughs> I love it. Fill it up. Uh, I'm a big strikeout guy, and so actually what's funny is my last pitch when the kid popped up to uh, JT, I was actually really mad. I got in the dugout, said a couple words, because I really wanted to punch, punch him out right there. I had him, <laughs> had him 0-2, and he he was not feeling comfortable in that box. So yeah. yeah, I'm a big punch-out guy, so you know, go in there, punch out. If you keep the hitters off balance and you're in their head, it's, it's not a fun day for them. Actually, at Eastern, I was a two-way my first year, so I hit a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I know what it's like to be a hitter, too. That's awesome, man. Well, hey, look, you know, a couple of years ago, LSU really struggled, honestly. To, to ha- They didn't really have any lefties. And, <laughs> you know, then, of course, Jay Johnson comes in, he takes over, uh, and Wes Johnson is here now. Um, what is it like getting to work with those guys, specifically Wes? And, you know, they've done a phenomenal job of bringing in left-handed pitchers. What is it like to work with those guys as they help you develop your game? Oh, it's phenomenal um, having a big league coach. That was a yeah. reason that I was lost. <coughs> I heard he was coming here. Um, you know, you're getting to work with a big league coach every single day. Uh, he's going to pick through what he sees uh, that he likes, what he dislikes. And um, he's got some drills, all that, you know, sleds, push a lot of sleds. And that's something that I feel like has mm. really helped me. So it's a big one. So, so Nate, um, Tuesday night, you come in, you start filling the zone up. I mean, is I mean, you really made a name for yourself, truly. Uh, I mean, we're out here on Twitter and we're seeing like nasty Nate. We're seeing all this stuff. So you started at East Oklahoma State uh, last year. Is your goal eventually to try to work into the weekend rotation here at LSU? Uh, is, is that like your aim? Uh, yeah, I would love to start. Um, right now, it's whatever the team needs uh, for us to keep winning. If that's me coming out of the pen and shutting down the game, that's that's fine with me. I would love to get one start, uh, just prove myself there. But at the moment, I'm happy with whatever they got me doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know going deep, you know, when you go to Omaha, it takes a deep bullpen. And sometimes it, you need some guys that are in the pen to be able to come out and, and start a game or two. Um, so no. I think I think you definitely proved to not only the coaching staff, but you proved to a lot of LSU fans. Uh, like I mean, shoot, Nate, you're now you're a household name now at LSU for LSU <laughs> baseball fans, bro. So just get used to it. You know, get used to nasty Nate. That's your nick. That's your nickname from I now like on. Catchy. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Your stuff is filthy, so you're nasty <laughs> Nate. That's 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 what it is. Um, <laughs> so I, I think you know you know continue doing what you're doing, man. It's gonna be awesome and exciting to see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, as as y'all move forward in the season, uh, definitely want to see y'all in the postseason. Hopefully, make it make it to Omaha, and that's when you need arms. It's when you need arms in the bullpen. So that's going to be exciting, man. But I, a couple more questions I've got for you. Um, so one, what who is a pitcher that maybe right now? Obviously, you came in 
And some people are like, who is this guy? Like he's from East Oklahoma and now he's just like dominating. Who is a pitcher right now that maybe some LSU fans are overlooking that's uh, in, his, in his pitching staff? Um, I, I'm going to say Griffin uh, Herring. Uh, he's a lefty, and he his last down he hit a 5, 95. It was his PR. Yeah. And uh, I think this year he's going to be a big success in, like, coming in to face lefties. But I definitely think down the road that's going to be one of your main – your main starters other than chase he's a young guy and he has sunday right now like he's going to be a big name for the next two years he has here after this year but i think griff is going to be in that rotation and someone or people are going to talk about him a lot right you got anything else for him yeah uh th- this is nothing pitching related whatsoever whatsoever how do you pronounce your last name Acken- <laughs> how do you Ackenhausen? okay, okay. So, it's a I, I didn't know if it was a Ackenhausen or an Aachenhausen. So I, I just needed to clarify. I'm sure in Germany they're probably like Auk. Yeah. yeah probably, <laughs> probably. So, Nate, um, as we wrap up here with the interview, man, uh, we want to know kind of some things outside of baseball. So, outside of, you know, forgetting baseball, what are some things that you enjoy to do when you're not playing baseball, when you're not pitching? Like, are you on the video games? Are you out outdoors? Like, what are you doing? In your free time, when you're like, I need to get away from baseball, I need to get away from school, this is what I need to do. Is it? Is there a hobby or something that you're into? It's 100% hunting. I'm okay. a big hunter. I got into duck hunting. I think this was my fourth year doing it. And it's like, it's something, I don't, I don't know. I can't explain it to people. You just have to go try it. I'm up, you know, 2 a.m. getting to the hole, just sitting there waiting, you know, so you beat everybody there just to kill a flying duck. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> an addiction and i got into deer hunting i don't have i was hunting my backyard i live on an acre and uh you know i got some big bucks coming in but there's something about duck hunting that like it's just i'd rather do that and then if i'm not doing that then i'll be in the backyard hunting the deer but uh i'm actually allergic to uh beef and pork so wow. they say anything that walks on four i can't eat so like i'm only hunting bucks no does I can't, I can't eat it. So my goal is to kill a buck next year, mount it, and then donate the meat. That's that's my goal. There you go. Okay. There you go. Okay. So so Nate is uh you, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to because I know this may be personal. But is that is that stemming from uh uh what's it called mountain tick fever? Yep. Is that is that what it is? You got bit by a tick? Lyme disease. Yep. Yeah. 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 We we had an uncle that's deal with that's dealt with that, and I know some other guys that it can go away. I think it's been probably five plus years for me now. Wow. Okay. But when I first got tested for it, I actually ate a burger right before it. And they're they're like, we're going to test you. And I'm like, I don't have that. I just ate a burger, like whatever. <laughs> and they said it's the highest reaction they ever saw. Wow. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Wow. Okay. That is insane. Yeah. Hey, you're missing that beef, man. You're missing. <laughs> I know what it tastes like. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. it wasn't like I was born not eating it. Like I had yeah. to just completely changed so uh, i got i got one more question for you nate and 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 then we'll 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 wrap it up um so uh you're you're how many pitches are you using right now and is wes working with you uh to get any new uh uh, pitches within your repertoire and and what were we seeing tuesday night because i'm a dumb guy who doesn't know much about uh pitching i can spot things every now and then but tell tell a guy who doesn't know nothing so um, I throw a four-seam fastball. No two-seam, but my fastball moves like a two-seam. My four-seam does. So I'm getting the right on it. 
and the and the movement to the side. So yeah, that was what you were seeing a lot of. Um, I was throwing a slider, um, and then there was a couple curveballs in there that you know they, they were calling them. I rewatched it because I had it on ESPN. It was airing. Yeah. They kept calling it a changeup. I do throw changeup, but I didn't throw one that day. Uh, we didn't want to speed their bats up with that pitch, so uh, yeah. I didn't throw it that day. But yeah, I have four pitches, and then. I've kind of been working on a cutter. I wouldn't necessarily say that you might see that this year. Um, but, yeah, I found it. I threw it in an inner squad against Dylan Cruz, and I kind of froze him. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Calling him out. He didn't know I have it. He, he didn't know I had it. So, uh, <laughs> he wouldn't expect yeah, it. I am on that, but I haven't really thrown it that much. I might uh, – I threw it, I think, I think Western Michigan, I might have threw it once because he accidentally pressed on our thing cutter and i was like i'll throw it <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah i think i found it one time but yeah mainly fastball slider the curveball is more of a get me over if you see it early in the games uh, or early in the count it's usually just to get me over yeah real quick i can punt uh actually the the video that went uh on twitter when i struck that kid out it was a curveball that was a curveball so i can use no. it both ways but awesome Awesome. Well, we appreciate you coming on, Nate. You, you've been a fantastic uh, interview, and you, you've given us some great insight to your your personal life and, and obviously your pitching as well. We appreciate you joining in and taking some time uh, to spend some time with us. If you'd like, you're more than welcome to come back on and, and talk some more throughout the season if you ever, ever have some time to. Uh, but, hey, man, we're we're big fans now. Nasty Nate for sure. You, you need to make it like your Twitter handle or something. <laughs> Put it yeah, in the you bio. might consider it. You Put might it in the bio. I have to, yeah. Absolutely. All, All right, right, we appreciate you coming on, Nate. You have a good one, man. Thank you. You too. All right, guys. I, I mean, man, what a great guy. <laughs> I mean, he's super, super cool guy, super chill guy. <laughs> man, uh, you, you love having guys like that on your on your squad, just down to earth. Uh, uh, salt of the earth type guys. And I mean, what a response. I mean, he said, you said. What is your mentality? He just says, Dominate. Dominate. <laughs> you, you gotta love that. I mean, you, I, I can sense the the tenacity from him in, in his demeanor, and I mean, him describing what was happening in the bullpen and him coming out that 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 speaks uh, yeah. a, a little bit to his competitiveness. We're definitely clipping that. Like, oh, definitely. absolutely, absolutely, got to, got to. Like, shout out, Nasty Nate. He's, he's great. Watching, but get ready. It's going on TikTok. It's going on Instagram. It's going Twitter. on Twitter. It's going on YouTube. Ta short where it, uh, that's that's dominate. I love it. Yeah, yeah. That 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 needs to be. Everybody needs to see Nasty Nate saying that. All right, guys. We appreciate y'all uh, uh, coming in and and enjoying this interview. We're gonna hit one more quick break, and then we're gonna come back and and uh, talk about this weekend in LSU sports. A little update, Zach. A little little final update. Yep. Just recently, and we'll get yep. to that right after this. Tigers Avenue is proud to announce that we now have TA merchandise. You can find all of our merchandise by heading over to tigersavenue.com and clicking on the merchandise tab. We have everything from t-shirts, hoodies, shorts, joggers, hats, and beanies. We've even got shoes, converse, and slides. Head over to our accessories tab where you can find blankets, bumper stickers and license plates, magnets and stickers, mugs, bottles, and tumblers. 
phone cases. You can find tech and office and outdoor products like a mouse pad, a puzzle, a notebook, and more all at tigersavenue.com. Head on over to tigersavenue.com today, click the merchandise tab, and get yours now. right back at it to discuss this weekend in LSU sports. Zach, it is a jam-packed weekend. Yes, very much so. Jam-packed. Obviously, uh, LSU baseball is going to be back at it this weekend with two different opponents playing four games. Butler comes in and Central Connecticut. Am I saying that right? Central Connecticut. Yes. Uh, if, If you don't remember, we have played Central Connecticut before. We played them. In uh, Eugene, uh, uh, in the Eugene Regional uh, on Paul Benary's last season there, uh, we played them and, and beat them to eliminate them to move on and make our run to the Super Regionals. So we'll see them this weekend and Butler as well. Zach, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. You- uh, we'll continue to say it. Just- you can't do be better it. than baseball. The baseball schedule, like you, you're always going to be able to watch a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Zach, the one other thing that we we need to mention, obviously, um, SEC women's basketball tournament is in full swing. Yep. Um, LSU is the two seed, um, and all the games except one for Friday have been determined. Uh, LSU will be playing Georgia as expected. Um, so you're going to get this scrappy Georgia team again, Zach. I mean, what's your thoughts initially on this 5 p.m. on Friday? Well, uh, as probably all of our our listeners remember, um, and as LSU fans remember, um, this is the team outside of Georgia. This is the team that played you the closest, um, even even closer than Tennessee, because this game went into overtime, and Georgia just fought you really hard, and I know for a fact they are going to want to be coming out swinging um, after losing uh, in Baton Rouge uh, the last time they played in in, in overtime. Uh, As we remember and as we talked about on the last podcast, you know, they they had some kind of chippiness going uh, while they were up, you know, because I think they got as as high as nine points uh, over LSU. Uh, and I think that was right before the third quarter at the beginning uh, of the fourth quarter. And then mm-hmm. LSU girls just took over and, you know, were able to push it to overtime and, and they were able to win in overtime. Um, Diamond Battles, obviously phenomenal guard uh, for them. She was the one that caused a lot of problems for LSU uh, whenever they played in Baton Rouge. So we're going to see how this game goes. Um, I like LSU in this one because they've already seen Georgia. They know what they are. They know what they can yeah. do. And, you know, they're not going to be taken off guard anymore by this team. Um, you know, I think they're going to come out swinging. I think, you know, there is still a little bit of history there with Angel Reese and Diamond Battles and Alexis <laughs> Morris because I don't know if you remember, but after the game, Alexis Morris and Diamond Battles were going after it uh, at each other after the game. 
So um, this one's going to be interesting, Reagan, uh, but I do expect LSU to win on Friday, tomorrow night at 5 p.m. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for this. I, I kind of wanted Georgia, you know, the little history there. You got to love it. Um, uh, good. It's going to be a great game. I, I really do think it will be. Um, like you said, I think the Tigers will, will pull it out. You know, they're 21 and 10. They're, they're nobody to, to look over. Uh, LSU's obviously 27 and one, only loss coming to South Carolina. Um, I, I'm really excited to see how Kim Mulkey adjusts from the first time they played Georgia to this time. Now, obviously, this is going to be a neutral site uh, in Greenville, South Carolina. So, um, Look, Georgia played you toe-to-toe in Baton Rouge, so you got to come ready to play every, every, every game in the SEC, and you're going to have to do so here as well with the Georgia Bulldogs because they're a scrappy team, no doubt, under this new coach, and and they're they're really looking uh, to be uh, solid. Zach, and really, you know, in terms of chippiness and whatnot, it, it's been quite chippy in the SEC tournament uh, so far. I don't know if you saw the other day. Uh, I think it was the opening day of the tournament. Oh, yeah. Kentucky and Florida got scrapping. I mean, yep. they got busy out there. I, I think it was eight players were ejected, Zach. Yeah, it was pretty wild. I, I did see some – I didn't watch it live, but I did see some of the videos on Twitter and Instagram afterwards, and I was like, gosh, man, this is getting wild, which is – I love it. I love it. Let's let's see some more of it. You know, I mean, <laughs> I don't want our players getting ejected and kicked out. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the tenacity – um, the passion for the game, you know, I definitely want to see more of that. Uh, and I, I'm excited. Now, the baseball game starts at what, 6.30? Yeah, there's going to be a little crossover there. You're going to have to, a little bit. Just have a little to watch bit. one game on your phone and one game on the screen or something like that. <laughs> yeah, because the girls, they'll play at 5 o'clock tomorrow night, and the guys are going to play, I believe, at 6.30. Let me yeah, it's like 6.30. Yes, 6.30. So you should be able to watch basically most of – the LSU uh, women's basketball game, and then you'll have to switch over to the LSU baseball game, you know, probably somewhere after the first inning or uh, into the second inning, you'll have to switch over and start watching the baseball team. Zach, I I think the big discussion surrounding baseball uh, this weekend, there's four games, obviously. Yeah. So who's starter number four, right? (laughs) Like you've been seeing – Obviously, Skeens Friday night, Cooper, then uh, Shores. Who's going to be your fourth guy? Do they change it up a little bit? Now you know. Now that you're past Texas, do we start seeing a little change to work Hurd back into the rotation? How does that look? Maybe you pitch Hurd on Monday yeah. so that next weekend he can get in Saturday. You know, I, I don't know. You know, I'm not Jay Johnson or, or Wes Johnson, so I really don't know, but – Zach, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, how does you think? How do you think that plays out this weekend? Well, I think there's definitely a lot of options uh, for you. I, I I would assume that they might decide to go with with Thatcher Hurd on Monday. Um, that should be plenty enough rest for him, and you know that's almost a week's an entire week's rest. And so, I would like to see Thatcher Hurd. But look, there's a lot of options. Look, Christian Little, he only pitched one inning. Uh, against Texas, and I, he, he didn't pitch at all uh, in the weekend before. So, yeah. you know, he's a guy that's got starter stuff. Do you bring him in on Monday? Then you also had guys like Garrett Edwards and Will Helmers that looked really, really good this week. Yeah. Um, is Are they guys that you bring in? Uh, and we can't forget the guy we just had on, Nasty Nate. You know, I mean, he obviously showed that he can extend 
and he can go a long way. So, you know, that's he's going to have enough rest by Monday. Um, do we see him Monday? You know, these are a, a lot of different options. Um, I, I expect us to see the same, probably the same rotation on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think you'll see Skeens, and then you'll see Cooper, and then you'll see uh, Chase Shores. But, yeah, who's going to fill that Monday role? If it was my bet, I would have to say probably Thatcher Hurd. But then you question yourself, okay, who do we pitch on, uh, for, you know, against Lamar on Wednesday? And Lamar's a good team. Lamar's a good team. They're undefeated, undefeated right now. Um, and, and I think they're, from what I remember, I mean, they're a veteran ball club. So, you know, that's a trap game, honestly. So let's, let's see how it plays out. But I mean, I mean, how do you think it's going to play out, Reagan? I think, I think they pitched Thatcher Hurd on, on Monday and try to get him a little bit closer to working back in that way on, um, they can, you know, delay, he'll have more of a rest for the, following weekend when they play Sanford and then maybe you see him on Saturday or Sunday um in that Sanford series um and but then Wednesday I have no clue where they go so I, I think hurt but I mean honestly I, I don't know what do you think you know I, I mean my like what I would personally want yeah I kind of would like it to go heard uh because I'd like to see herd work into the weekend rotation um does that happen? I'm not entirely sure. Maybe you go with Christian Little. If it's not heard, if I had to guess, Christian Little or Ty Floyd, maybe you you save yeah, him. I didn't mention Ty Floyd. Uh, maybe you save Ty Floyd for that game. You know, because I mean, really, this is going to affect how you use your bullpen this weekend. So I'm, you know, I think this weekend is is huge, and I think Jay Johnson scheduled it for this very reason. To see how you will work when you gotta, you know, extend pitchers, use different pitchers. Exactly. I mean, this they is they gotta post. preserve. They gotta preserve this weekend with five games in six days. Exactly. You, you got you got a, a lot of games in in few days. You have to, you know, extend guys. You got to preserve guys. It's gonna be really interesting to see how they handle it uh, in terms of the future when it comes to. Um, uh, um, postseason play because obviously this is going to be a very postseason-esque you know tournament type uh deal going on because you're going to play several games in a row um you know it has somewhat of an sec tournament feel to it um so i'm excited to see how it plays out but i if if i had to narrow it down it's going to be floyd little heard you know one of those three um are probably going to start for you on monday uh, and then we'll see how it goes from there. If I if I had to choose, if it was my choice, I'd pick Hurd. But I'm not Jay Johnson, and I'll let Jay Johnson do the choosing because he's done a lot better job than I would ever do. So <laughs> for sure, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, Zach, I think that's the weekend in sports. It's been a great show. Really enjoyed Nate, Nat, nasty Nate, excuse me, uh, coming in here and, and and interviewing. That was a really great interview. It really was. Awesome. Um, some great insight into Nate and who he is, uh, and kind of his mentality and when it comes to pitching. Uh, so appreciate all you guys coming in here. Maybe do we have any comments, Zach, to get to before we move forward to wrap? Yeah, it a up? lot of people are just excited about uh, Nate, nasty Nate, Tyler Townsend. Uh, just said Nate, Nate dog. dog. Uh, he also said, uh, you know, Griffin is a phenomenal pitcher. You know, commenting on what. Nate was discussing, you know, somebody Dude, that he, LSU fans are overlooking right now. He was my choice 
So when he said Griffin Herring, I was like, you know, right. I'm really glad he said that. And we, we need that because we need lefties. I mean, it, Nate's going to be so huge. And, again, Same that's Griffin. kind of why I would love for Cooper to go back to the bullpen because then you can have, like, three solid arms from the left side coming out of your bullpen. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah I'd really like that. Leslie Dupree uh, said, great, great interview with Nate. Uh, appreciate you tuning in, Miss Leslie. Uh, uh, Ryan said, sorry I'm late, guys. No uh, problem, man, buddy. I, I missed Ness. It's okay, bro. Just scroll yeah. on back. Scroll back. Uh, or, or if you want to, you can uh, wait. We'll, we'll release the uh, audio version probably here in the next couple of hours. Uh, it'll be on all the um, audio uh, podcast platforms. Uh, you can see all of them down there below, uh, <laughs> right down there. Um, so, um, no problem, Ryan, at all. Uh, let's see. We're missing anything else. I think I think that's just about it. All right, guys. We'll hit one more quick break, and we'll come back and we'll wrap it up after this. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, Make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, guys. Appreciate all y'all coming in here tonight, interacting, commenting. Hope you enjoyed the interview with Nate. We were really glad that we were able to get him on here. It was, uh, uh, you know, we messaged him <laughs> after that performance. We were like, man, we got to get this guy on here. Um, so yeah, I'm, I, we were really excited that he was able to get on here, uh, and, and do that with us. So I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I hope y'all enjoyed the rest of the show as well. Why do I feel like we need a dominant lefty starting? I don't know. Nasty Nate may make his way up in there. Okay. And I, I mean, he keeps doing like he did at the bullpen uh, guys, 39 pitches. And I kid you not, it's probably like 31 of them were strikes. I, I mean. Jeez, I know at one point the commentator made a made a statement that he had thrown like eleven strikes in a row. So man, if he keeps doing that, maybe you rock with it. Maybe you do. Uh, really excited about him for the future at LSU. I mean, he's going, he's going to be great. He's going to be great. He really is. All right, guys, really great weekend in LSU sports. Uh, pull for the Tigers all the way, of course. Uh, women's basketball kick it off tomorrow night in the SEC tournament, LSU versus Georgia, 5 o'clock, and the four-day weekend stretch for LSU baseball kicks off at 6.30 against Butler tomorrow night as well. It's going to be a great, great weekend in sports, and we'll recap it here next time here in the Tigers Avenue. We'll catch you next time. Five-star here, take us out. Peace. Peace.